Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing? Hope hope you're all having a fantastic week and very excited to welcome you to episode number 32 of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan. And we are just very, very excited. We've got another excellent guest today. And I'm going to jump in and introduce him to you right now. He is the founder of Reva Global that helps uh, pair up virtual assistants with real estate uh, companies, real estate agents. He is also a former professional hockey player. And he's joining us, uh, as I mentioned, from Connecticut. He is Bob Lachance. Bob, how are you doing? Arthur, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. It's great to have you on the show, and uh, it's going to be fun picking your brain a little bit and hearing about some things in the industry. And so let's let's start uh, to get get to know you some more and jump into your background. I know you yeah. got the professional hockey background. So how did how did you get started in that, and how did you get to where you are now? Uh, two second rundown. I I started playing when I was I don't know three four. I'm the youngest of uh, three boys. My uh, two older brothers always played hockey. My father loved hockey. Uh, my middle brother was actually uh, played in the NHL for 14 years. He was the fourth draft pick in the in the world, which is actually pretty cool. I'm dating myself. This is going back uh, <laughs> 1991. So I played uh, at Boston University for four years, and then I signed uh, with. St. Louis Blues organization myself and played professionally four years here in the U.S. and then four years in Europe and then kids came along so I had to uh, <laughs> I had to retire or uh, bring my family over to Europe so uh, I jumped into real estate right after that and then um you know I did that for X amount of years and started 2004 and then started my first virtual assistant company 2014 uh, fast forward today I have about a thousand virtual assistants under management and. Uh, my real estate investment company as well. So I have two businesses like we talked about before we jumped on here. Uh, we did a little over 240 transactions last year. So looking to you know grow both sides of the business. That's awesome. How many kids yeah. do you have, by the way? I have three. They're older now. Right now, today they're 19, 15, and 13. So Okay. So okay. So you're yeah. you're in the driver's license years and you're in the older older frame of the childhood (laughs) i'm in i'm in the more expensive years right now they just keep the older they get the more expensive they get (laughs) yep and i'm learning that too by the way bob um well how did you get into the idea of implementing virtual assistance into real estate it's very interesting and i know it's it can be very lucrative yep yeah, it's pretty interesting. So when I started investing in 2004, um, I also started a couple of real estate education programs, you know, along the way within that time. And then uh, I was always looking for not only my own business, but for all the students that we were working with 
the same challenge came up. It's kind of like all of us in the home service business, right? Every home service business has the same challenge. We are small business owners and we only, we only have so much time in our day, number one. But number two, we're always looking at how do we save money, right? Because hiring employees, it, it gets really, really expensive for us small business owners. So I was looking around the industry for any product or service that could help not only myself, but um, our students out there. And then I realized and I, I found out what a virtual assistant was back in 2013. And I'm like, you know what? Started thinking in my head, there could be a, this could be the answer I've been looking for. So 2014, I launched my first company, um, which is my first virtual assistant company, just with a proof of concept. I want to see if it actually, you know, was something I was looking for. Tested it for two years and, you know, caught on pretty good. And then, you know, fast forward from that time to now or up over a thousand. So. Wow. Yep. And so what have you seen as far as um, implementing this with real estate agents? What have you yep. seen as far as uh, the shift in how they've been able to grow and scale and, and really see that next boom in how in the way that they're doing business? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So you look at um, just any virtual, like virtual assistants in general, because I look at all my clientele. We have, you know, we have social media virtual assistants. We have... You know, we have roofing companies, we have flooring companies that actually use our virtual assistant um, and that use them in various ways, you know, like entering Home Depot receipts, creating tickets, um, setting up jobs in inside CRMs. You know, they do costing, they do accounting, they do a lot of stuff in creating expense reports, extracting, you know, job cost analysis, things like that, that all of us, you know, in the home service business as well um, need virtual assistants for, but in the real estate side, they use them from anywhere from, you know, on the social media side to lead generation, right? In the real estate world, a lot of times you'll, same thing with your world, right? You'll pull lists, you'll get, you'll get targeted lists. So let's say you want to pull a neighborhood and you want to use your, your um, mold, um, mold prevention company, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you'll pull a whole neighborhood. There's obviously different ways to market. You can do direct mail, but direct mail cost is a lot higher than hiring a virtual assistant, maybe doing cold calling and text messaging saying, Hey, you know, let's say you create your script and you give it to a virtual assistant. You could go home to home, to home, to home, to home, both on cold calling and text messaging, along with direct mail. Of course, if you're going to do direct mail as an example, that, that would be something that, you know, you would be able to use virtual assistants for as well. Yeah. And I think that that's a great point because uh, not just in home services and not just in what you were talking about with my my mold prevention company, yep. but um, lots of these companies that have lists, they they want to go back and they've got, a, you know, they may have a list of a thousand, two thousand, you know, mm -hmm. more uh, that are past clients and they want to contact each one of them. They want to follow up and they want to, you know, have all of this communication. And as you know, I mean, it's next to impossible to try to do that on that large of a scale, unless you have something like that, it sounds like. Um, and so where do you see uh, the future of virtual assistants going? Is there anything that's gonna be changing with all this AI stuff? You know, it's funny, I got that question before too. Um, there's always human interaction that's needed. You can only do so much, and I'll give you a perfect example. I had to call my credit card company today and they, they had me in an automated spiral like this. And it took, I'm literally yelling at the phone, like a zero to try to hit zero, 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 zero. Let me talk to a live person. So there's, you know, for small businesses, 
we do whatever we can, obviously, to automate things, but you still need the human touch. You know, when you're going to get business, a lot of times, and, and for us small business owners, somebody wants to talk to a live person, right? That's really where the sale happens. It's very, very difficult because, you know, if you think about this, no one knows how much better you are than a competitor until they actually talk to somebody, right? Because we could all throw the same marketing out. All, everything looks the same until you talk to a, a person, a live person. And that's why on the virtual assistant side, I think virtual assistants are always going to be there and there's always going to be industry in there. I think it just aids AI. I mean, AI um, is very, very good. It only gets better, but it's not going to take, you know, it's not going to take the human interaction away. Just unfortunately, it can't be done, you know, or fortunately for all of us, it, it just, I don't think it can be done. Yeah, no, and I agree wholeheartedly with that because we see, in, in the industry, you know, in home services, it doesn't matter if it's uh, restoration, mold work, plumbing or anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, it, it's all about that genuine human uh, communication. People are, are kind of tired of, of um, the tele, you know, the teleprompting systems. I know mm -hmm. I am. Uh, and then, and then of course, when you get out to someone's home, you can't really re replace that. You know, even if, yeah. uh, even if they get, and then I'm, I'm kind of steering away from the VA. I'm, I'm more to the home uh, service. Once you yeah. get into somebody's home, I mean, obviously you need to be on a very strong human interaction level there and, and with the yeah. customer service side of things. But I mean, they still, you know, if you tell them to call the office, you tell them to follow up or whatever that next stage mm -hmm. of communication is, they want to continue that personal level, you know? Right, um, right. And, the, and there's a lot of back end stuff too that you name you named in there too that needs to be done that can't be automated. When you have bookkeeping, right? Someone's gonna do your books, that can't be automated, right? You get all receipts, you get you're getting um, you know, receipts, let's say they're they're Home Depot receipts or wherever those come in from on a credit card, you still need to itemize them and even put them in a QuickBooks. So there's so much back end work that us small business owners need help with that cannot be automated. Yes, very, very true. And um, I'll, and I want to shift over because I want to ask you, uh, you you played professional hockey in a lot of leagues, including in Europe and around the world. Um, how has that worldly immersion, I guess you could say, worldly experience impacted what you're doing uh, right now with Riva or just as an entrepreneur, actually? Yeah, you know, I, I could I could just look at sports in general, right, whether it was ice hockey or basketball, it doesn't matter whatever sport it is, football, et cetera. I think it's um, in business and in sports, you get beat up, right? We all get beat up. One day we'll get our ass kicked here. The next day we got to dust ourselves off and keep going, right? I mean, I think the most important part for all of us is what teaches us in sports is, you know, you, you set a goal, right? That goal is, let's say, winning a championship as an example. But there's so many ups and downs. You could go to one tournament, lose. You could go next tournament, win. But in the end, it's always moving forward. You got to keep moving forward. You will get knocked back a little bit, but as long as you get up and keep going, I think that's something that sports has, you know, taught me because, you know, especially when you're starting up a new company, right? You, you have no idea at all, you know, what's going to happen. You have to have almost kind of, um, um, uh, focus optimism. I don't even know if that's a word, right? But you got to be it optimistic. Should be. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, it should be that it's going to work out, right? That no matter what's going to work out because, your drive, your motivation is going to make sure it works out. So, but in the meantime, you know, you, you'll have, you know, stuff where maybe a client doesn't pay and you're like, well, I need that money to be able to, you know, 
keep going forward here. You just figure it out. You just keep going and going. So I think, I think sports is really, really good on, you know, getting your mindset right and understanding how to move forward when you get beat up. Yeah. I, I can't think of a better way. I mean, you, obviously you can have military training as far as discipline, yep. but when it comes to um, sports to also be creating that discipline and also the teamwork factor, um, I, that's, that's great. I love how you, you worded all of that. Um, and also, yeah, you, 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 I, I no, could add ahead. some of that. I could add some of that on the teamwork side. I think it's really important to, um, a lot of people don't talk about it. So I'm glad you brought that up is it's understanding how to work with each other because it's very difficult. I mean, you, I mean, I look at your business model, right? You have a team that helps everybody get better, right? The franchise model is a perfect model to look at because you have a whole team behind the scenes that's going to help you make sure you succeed because they succeed, you succeed. So I love that teamwork. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to make sure I, because yeah, teamwork is huge. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I mean, we the, you can't drive that home enough. It's it's yeah. so important, and that ties together with the communication um, aspect. And also, I wanted to uh, to kind of continue on with that the worldly experience you've had when you were in Europe and traveling, and I guess living at some points in these different areas yeah. in Europe and across the world, is there anything that stuck out to you a lot about either the way um, that business is just so different from the U.S., whether it's, you know, real estate or just con the way people conduct business? Is any Did anything particular <laughs> stand out? <laughs> you know, it's actually really funny that you say that because um, in Europe, so I lived in, I was Italy, Switzerland for two years, and then Germany. But they take siestas during the day. And I was always wondering because, you know, it's a rat race here. So they would take literally they would have like two and a half, three hours off in the middle of their day. I'm like, how does anybody make money here? It was actually <laughs> really fun. This is, you know, while I was playing hockey and I noticed that. But they look at things a little different, right? They they have their set hours. They stick to them. They have their breaks. And then they go back to work and then they finish it off. So I think, you know, that side of it, um, we run. Right. We work our butts off here in the United States. They have more of a, a of a relaxed kind of look at it uh, or outlook on on how business should be run. Um, they have a, a lot of those cultures are really family oriented where they you know they have one house and they pass it on to generation, generation, generation. And they really they, they hone in on different things that we do. Like for us, a lot of times the way we grew up it's um, we got to go hundred miles an hour because someone's going to take our, you know, whether it's, we own our business, someone's going to mow us down because someone's going to keep going and going and going. So if my takeaway on that side is, you know, I always love work and I, I have a passion for what I do. I love running businesses. Um, and that's, that's kind of the mindset I bring back. I learned over in Europe. I'm like, all right, it's a little different mindset we do here, but I love, I love the chase. I love the rat race. Arthur, I'll be honest with it. I mean, it's it, for me, it's fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, you, you got to admit, if you're an entrepreneur, you have it coursing through your veins. It, it's fun to uh, to be grinding all the time. I mean, that's a big yeah. phrase I like to use and to just always be looking for how am I how can I grow more? How can I make things better, improve? Um, and so that's that's fantastic. Uh, Bob, I wanted to ask you, too. I like to kind of ask questions to really probe into the way that you think. But what is one thing that you would, or one piece of advice that you may offer to someone that's an entrepreneur and it's just something that you really think hits home the most for someone that's uh, that's really looking to, to, to 
I guess, bring on a philosophy or a mindset that can push you through? I would go back to the thing you said before with team. I think it's really important today. It's very difficult to just go out on your own, but you know, the, the, the lone wolf kind of, you know, the mindset is, I think it's a way of the past and it's okay to rely on, or, or just, just take pieces of your business and just have someone else take care of it. It's okay. Right. If I've, if I'm working with a franchise, right. Let's say if I'm, if I bought into and invested into your franchise, right? I know I have a great team behind me. So the point is even even in our business, right? A virtual assistant company, outsourcing and hiring to bring a virtual assistant on your team could take care of some of the tasks that you don't want to do. I mean, the, the old saying is if you're doing $10 an hour tasks, you're gonna have a $10 an hour bank account, right? So yeah. <laughs> if we start looking at that, and I think I think it's really, really important on that team aspect of it. And it's okay to outsource something. The most successful people in the world don't do everything. They have to build a team around them. So I think I'm going to go along with, with the team thing we talked about before. All right. That's wonderful. And I, I couldn't agree more delegation. If you can't figure out a way to hand off things and trust, you know, you know, accountability, then it's going to be real tough. I mean, I've seen people try to do it <laughs> and it doesn't work out. <laughs> you'll, you'll burn, you'll burn out. You will burn out. I mean, that's when we all start our businesses, we kind of, we're doing everything at once and, you will hit a a burnout phase if uh, if you don't. That's that's it. So if we start thinking like that, and it's okay to think like that to outsource stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody wants to get burned out. Nope. Um, and well, and also uh, with your real estate investing side, that is that's always just a very fun, um, I guess, area to tackle. And I know it's fun. It can be a little stressful. The market's volatile, uh, but. Mm-hmm. How uh, how is that working for you now? You told me I think earlier that you uh, had over 100, 240 transactions, I believe. Yep. Um, are yep. you mostly in commercial, residential, or both? No, just mostly residential. Um, anywhere from one to four units. We just turn property, get them under contract. We do a lot of wholesaling. Um, sometimes we buy them, hold them, and then resell them. A little bit of fix and flip. Um, not a ton of fix and flip, but that's mainly what we do. And we just turn them over. We have a team of I think fifteen here. Um, in the office, we have all of our virtual assistants that are doing lead generation, whether it's, you know, different types of marketing that we're doing, cold calling, text messaging, PPP, our PPC. Um, we do some direct mail and all those leads funnel into the sales floor here. And then we get them on our contract and we sell those contracts. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's well, uh, Bob, how can people uh, get in touch with you if they want to talk more about potentially using Reva or, or also yeah. just have questions about virtual assistants or Anything in that cool. avenue? Well, you can check out our website, which is Reva Global, R-E-V-A Global.com. There's a button on there. You could uh, you could book a strategy session. Um, you can email me direct. It's Bob at Reva Global.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and all those, all those sites. Wonderful. Okay. All right. And we're going to close it out because I always ask something fun. What is your favorite sports movie of all time? Oh, favorite sports movie. That's a good one. Um, I have to go slap shot. I have to go slap shot. Slap shot. shot. Okay. The All old right, bird, that... the old one is better than the new one. It's was that eighties or nineties? Uh, that was Paul Newman days. So maybe it was before then. Paul I Newman. That's know. right. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. Though. Some of the generations might be thinking more like <laughs> mighty ducks and then maybe some are thinking further back. <laughs> that's right. That's miracle. Great, man. Uh, miracle is good too. Miracle is good. Actually. Miracle. I like that one. 
Oh yeah. I remember that was a good one. Yeah. All right, man. Well, this has been great, Bob. Um, I appreciate you being on the show and I want to remind everybody cool. that you can check out Bob. It's Reva, R-E-V-A global.com. And he is the founder of Reva Global. They specialize in, in uh, helping people connect with virtual assistants. And I'm sure he could do a great job going through a strategy session or helping out your company. Bob, this has been a pleasure, man. I've really enjoyed having you on the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Arthur. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being on, Bob. And uh, that's going to do it for us for this episode of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. Hope everybody has an excellent, productive week, and we will check y'all next time. Arthur Yawn here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSB Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.